0: Um, my name is Veena Shankaran. I'm an associate professor in medical oncology at the University of Washington and practicing GI medical oncologist at Seattle Cancer Care Alliance and co-director of HICOR, which is the Hutchinson Institute for Cancer Outcomes Research at Fred Hutch in Seattle, Washington. I'll just be talking to you a little bit about our abstract 7010 from ASCO, Cumulative Incidence of Financial Hardship in Metastatic Colorectal Cancer Patients. And these are results from S1417CD, which is a national multi-center cooperative group trial assessing financial toxicity in patients with metastatic colorectal cancer. I'll start by kind of talking a little bit about the motivation for this study. So I've been interested in the topic of financial toxicity for many years um, and have done uh, multiple studies uh, looking at prevalence of financial hardship in patients with cancer and relative uh, risk of major financial hardships, such as bankruptcy. And we found that patients with cancer um, definitely face financial hardship, more so than people with other chronic diseases. But most of the prior studies have been retrospective, cross-sectional, sort of looking after the fact, and um, have not really sort of followed patients in real time, longitudinally, to see when and how these financial changes or hardships happen after diagnosis. And so the motivation for this study was to really try and understand longitudinally how these financial challenges unfold in a fairly uniform population of patients kind of undergoing the same treatment, really in community oncology practices. So this study was conducted in uh, NCORP, which is the national consortium of community oncology clinics throughout the country. It involved 380 patients with metastatic colorectal cancer, And we uh, used both surveys uh, administered at multiple time points over the course of the year and credit reports to estimate financial hardship in patients. We also um, recruited caregivers. Patients um, identified a caregiver that provided logistic, financial, or emotional assistance to them. And we offered those um, caregivers to enroll in the study as well and give them surveys to sort of assess their perspectives around cost. Uh, The primary endpoint for the study was to try and determine what the cumulative incidence is of financial hardship in uh, these patients, and that's defined by either reporting an increase in debt, a decline of income of 20% or more, selling or refinancing um, one's home or taking loans to pay for um, treatment. And for the purposes of this study, we just described the self-reported financial hardship, so based on the survey data. And what we found was that nearly 75% of people reported one type of financial hardship or another, so the most common form was debt, and that these financial hardships sort of accumulated consistently and steadily over time. So at Three months, about a quarter of people had um, one type of financial hardship and at 12 months, um, close to 75%. And because these hardships were so prevalent, when we looked at factors associated with increased risk of financial hardship, really it was across all groups, age, race, sex, marital status, income level, um, et cetera, and insurance. There was no particular risk factor for financial hardship. And I think That's because it was so prevalent. Our ultimate finding was that these financial hardships are highly prevalent in metastatic colorectal cancer patients, and they happen progressively over time. We plan to do a number of additional studies. We plan to delve deeper into the credit reports that we're collecting and look at the association between credit data and self-reported financial hardship we plan to look at the association between financial hardship and quality of life. And we're also going to be reporting some financial distress in caregivers as well. And I think ultimately, this study simply underscores the fact that financial hardship is a lot more, is indeed very common. It's actually more common than we previously thought in patients with cancer. It's almost pervasive to the point that we actually couldn't find people who are uniquely at risk because almost everyone experiences it. I think that kind of going forward, it's really critically important that we recognize financial hardship as a very important, you know, common um, survivorship issue in cancer. This this affects people's lives, particularly more so now in the context of COVID, you know, and their, and, and its impact on employment and finances and the economy that the costs of cancer care are even more of a a concern and issue that people are facing. And really I just want to mention too that the fact that the NCI and the cooperative group is leading the charge and sort of looking at financial toxicity through this study is really important and I think is, is hopeful in terms of the cancer community at large recognizing the importance of this issue. I'll just mention a study that we're launching through Swag. So this is um I would say sort of a um a follow-on study to 1417. Um so we recently received funding to um you know well let me back up a step and say that um one of the one of the natural questions that comes from reporting how prevalent financial hardship is is okay what are we going to do about it how are we going to make this are we gonna deal with this problem? And so I've for many years been interested in partnering with outside entities and on uh, nonprofits to provide financial navigation to patients with cancer, sort of helping them with the various aspects of their, of costs from co-pays to other, you know, living expenses to just sort of navigating and understanding the whole cost of care experience. So we've been working with an organization called Patient Advocate Foundation, which is a national organization and um, a local Seattle-based organization called Consumer Education and Training Services, or SENSE, to pilot studies that where we offer people with newly diagnosed cancer financial navigation and sort of look to see if this, how this helps them. And our preliminary results are very encouraging, and we're actually going to be rolling this out to a national randomized study of financial navigation versus usual care to see if doing this actually helps people uh, have a decreased risk of financial hardship, improved quality of life, decreased um, caregiver burden amongst caregivers, improved treatment adherence, and so forth. So we're trying to really prove that if we if we defray the cost of cancer and provide literacy and counseling that we can actually improve people's outcomes and care experience. That study is going to be also um, d- conducted through SWOG. We received a grant from the NCI to do this work. And we're hoping to activate this study sometime in the fall of 2020. So that's going to be open to everybody, solid tumor patients and heme malignancy patients. So, you know, we we wanted to be very focused in the the observational study just to have, you know, consistency in terms of treatment, but with the full realization that it's not just colorectal cancer patients that face financial hardship, it's all cancer patients. And so um, we wanted to be more inclusive in the financial navigation study.